Well, hey, I want to welcome you today to the Ron Johnson Discipleship Podcast, where our weekly goal is to bring the Lordship of Jesus Christ to every aspect of our lives. And uh, we're in for an incredible treat today because uh, one of the areas that I think people have a really difficult time connecting the dots between like what they do nine to five at work and how somehow Jesus is supposed to come into that and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and be a major part of their life. So how do you bring your work world and the Lordship of Jesus Christ, how do those things come together? So we're in for a treat today. We just got done uh, this, this afternoon, by the way, having an amazing conference called Kingdom at Work. And I have with me today, Rick and Holly Beatenbaugh, who are the uh, leader CEO of uh, Beatenbaugh Homes. And, and I guess it's bigger than that. Yeah. Uh, Beatenbow companies. Bit. Yep, that's right. Uh, and uh, and you guys did such an amazing job of, I think, clarifying a lot of confusion that many people have in their minds between what we do on you know Monday and what happens on Sunday. And I want you just to share a little bit about that. Um, how would you, you you brought out a point today? There's a difference between being a Christian who goes to work and a Christian who has is living under the kingdom. Yeah. Uh, and share a little bit about that, and, and even how you guys came to that revelation, because that's an amazing revelation that's not very common today. Well, we have been Christians for, I guess, probably on some level for 20 years, and a lot of those years were us being Christians in business. And I, I think that is a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but it's not enough. Yeah. I think the Lord is calling us to more than that, right? What, what do I mean by Christian in business? Uh, I mean that there has to be more than just honest and moral work ethic to separate us from the non-Christian community, right? It's more than being a nice guy. That's right. It's more than being a nice guy. Well said, Ron. And that, you know, I think that we need to fully give our lives to God. We want to submit completely to his reign. His, we want to live in his kingdom. We want to live with him. We don't want to go visit him. We want to live alongside him in our lives. And if that's true, if he, if he rules in our whole lives, then our marriage and our work cannot be outside of that, yes. right? And he wants our work to be territory of his kingdom. And that means that I'm going to have to ask him what he wants me to do. And I, I think we have lost track of that a little bit. Mm. As Christians, we go to church or we do other religious activities. We fellowship with other believers and uh, we do Bible studies and we do lots of good things and all those things are, are really good things. But I think we need to refocus on relationship, a genuine relationship every day with God. That's good. And he even inviting us as we go to work to bring him with us and ask him what we would, what we should do and what we what he wants us to do and where he wants us to go. So what I'm hearing loud and clear is it's a matter of who's running the show. Amen. And um, there's a point in your business. <laughs> well said, there's a point in your business when you know we ask God to bless what we're doing, but that's not really what it means to be a kingdom business person. Uh, really, talk about the time when maybe you handed over the keys and uh, you got out of the driver's seat. And what does that look like in a, pre you know, everybody's not running their own business, but right. you're certainly running your business. We have a lot of entrepreneurs yep. who are yep. watching. What does that look like in practical terms? You want to talk about that? Yeah, well, I can remember, you know, Rick was planning for his annual meeting, which is the event that he typically would cast the vision yep. for the, and he had nothing. Like he had Nothing. And he was praying about it. And the Lord told him, I want you to say um, that you've given ownership of your company to me. 
and that I'm going to be leading you. And I remember Rick wrestling with that, like just wrestling, but I'm supposed to know where we're going. How can I lead if I don't know where we're going? I just And then he got up and did it. And yeah. he said, I've given control of this company and ownership of this company to the Lord. And we're just going to trust him and see where he's going to take us. And that's a scary thing to say because as leaders, you know, I know as a senior pastor, it almost looks like you're being incompetent if right. you're not the one up there with the flow charts, the spreadsheets. Here's my 20-year vision. Ideas. Oh, yeah, all the big ideas. And it's really, a, I mean, that was a humbling thing to stand before your team and to basically say, you know what, in practical terms, I'm not in charge anymore. It was also a freeing thing. Yeah, yeah. And not everybody probably understood that, and right. that's okay. Um, I think something that is a, an important point here is that if I'm going to be submitted to God, and I'm going to go into the marketplace, wherever I do that, right? I think of politics, the government, yeah. uh, education, uh, arts and, arts and uh, entertainment. Those are all parts of the, of the marketplace, right? And anywhere we go in there, we're supposed to go in there with our faith, with our conviction, with our uh, heart for God. And we're supposed to look for opportunities to do the things He would have us do. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not supposed to just go in there and be like everybody else. And I think that that's what we need to do as Christians in the marketplace is stand up and take our place, not with our with our fists clenched and, you know, screaming Angry, scriptures. Yeah. And we need to go gently but firmly and with conviction that God gives us and under his leadership, stand up for him and his kingdom. Yeah. But what, you're, what I'm hearing you say is something that's really radical and scary. <laughs> Are you actually saying that God has a relationship with you and he wants to speak <laughs> to you about carnal things like business yeah. uh, instead of just spiritual things like eternal life? I mean, this is a foreign concept for many, many people. Yeah. We come to church, we read our Bibles, we pray, but then there's like this massive wall of separation between what happens on Sunday and like real life. Like I would hear people say, come on, Rick, you know, you got to go run a business and God's not going to be out your CEO. He, what are you talking about? He's not, you know, doing the spreadsheets and making those hard decisions. But you really are saying God wants to be right in the center of that. In fact, he wants to be leading that effort. Amen. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think God cares about your work and the things that you do more than you can possibly imagine, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is precious to Him. That's good. We can pray for the people that we should hire. We, should, we can pray for how we should engage the people that work for us and with us and around us. We can pray for the resources that we need, and I think He's just anxiously awaiting our call, right? I think God is like, Rick, I'm so glad you called today. <laughs> I, I'm, I, have a, I have a plan. I, I have some land for you in your, yeah. in your home. God even business. cares about showing you land to buy, yeah. as was part of your testimony, and I love it. Our, our business deals don't put God on Xanax and push him over the edge. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, we're going to get real here. All right. And I'm a pastor. You guys are business leaders. Tell me how the church has, has uh, I guess, failed <clears throat> in understanding what you do and maybe narrowing uh, who you are. You know, I, I look at sometimes, yeah, church, here, here's somebody like you guys who amazing skill sets and, and amazing life experience and like we might put you at the door to greet people you know <laughs> hey you know that's all we see you as is some smiling faces hmm. which so so I, I look at the church sometimes we got this amazing talent anointing gifting and sometimes we're not so smart with it how have you felt and i guess we're not being critical here we're just you know you yep. guys have been but how have you felt like stifled like i wish i wish pastors would understand 
what we need and, uh, and, and how to relate to us. And what do we, I guess I'm asking the question, what, what would you say to a pastor that the typical business leader would want most from their local church? Well, you know, I think that the church exists to equip and send people back to wherever their context is going to be, right? Whether it be teachers or bakers or business people or government officials, whatever we're going to do out there in yeah. the world, right? I think the church exists to equip us for that. Um, and I appreciate that you you do that very well, Ron. We're trying. You, you think of it that way, right? Yeah. I want to help you grow in your relationship yeah. with God. I want to help you connect with God, yeah. and then I want to send you out yeah. equipped to bring the kingdom into whatever environment yeah. God sends you, right? I love what you were sharing in your testimony. When, from a little boy, you love playing with bricks. You love yeah. you love building or yeah. blocks and building yeah. things. And God put that in you. He did. And there's nothing carnal about that. No. That, that's very precious. And now you're able to do what you do, love what you do, and be excited about getting up in the morning. But more importantly, you you realize that that is a ministry. That is Amen. your ministry. That's right. And, um, and, there, and again, there's a place for your passions to find expression in the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, and that to me was the biggest thing I heard today was, uh, uh, man, you don't have to be a pastor or a missionary or whatever. There's not, yeah. you know, when I ran for office, one of the funny things was this dear lady came up to me and I, I ran for state rep and she said, yeah. Pastor Ron, I'm kind of glad that you lost because your calling is so holy and so high and so, you know, and to be a politician would have been such a major step down. And, you know, and I just laughed and, and smiled because I thought that we've so conditioned people into mm. that sacred secular, like two tier. Mm -hmm. Like if you're on this side, you've really reached the highest potential. But if you're just a home builder, right? Yeah. A lowly home builder. You secular. Know. <laughs> yes, you're secular and somehow you you, you, you settled for less. Mm. And, uh, and I love the way you guys have taken what you're doing and, and you're transforming lives. And uh, that was something that I think just screamed from your presentation today. People are being impacted for Jesus. They're being loved well. Uh, and, uh, and you're making a massive impact. In fact, you reminded us that much of what Jesus did, I loved, I loved the calling, you know, the original 12 disciples, mm. marketplace. Um, most of the miracles in the New Testament. Yep. Book of Acts marketplace. Yeah. And I really believe uh, that those of you that are listening and, you know, the podcast today, you know, you wake up every every Monday morning to hit the ground running. Uh, and really what we want you to hear is that, man, the Holy Spirit wants to so move through you in your work uh, world and your relationships, giving you supernatural wisdom yes. to make the wisest decisions. And here's the great news. God wants you to prosper. Uh, but that prosperity is for a purpose. Uh, and that purpose is for the kingdom and for mm -hmm. the king and, and to love people and touch Amen. people. And talk a little bit about that, because that was another thing, Holly, and you did such a great job. I'll pass yep. you the baton. Mm -hmm. um, but this is huge. You see the people that work for you, and they're not all Christian people, but you see them as people made in the image of God, and, and how you manage them is, is I think, revolutionary. Talk a little bit about some of the pr key principles that are your management principles at Beat and Bow. Yeah, we companies. really want to get to know them. Yeah. Um, get to know who they are. Like God created them in his image and he has put some very special things inside yeah. each one of them. Yeah. And so as we get to know them, we see their gifts and their talents. And then our job is to call those things out and give them a place to yeah. grow and to develop and those skills and those gifts. And um, hopefully they'll be better off from their time 
from having been with us and wow. who they are changes the company. Yeah. When they yeah. bring their unique piece of who they are to the table, it changes the experience for everybody else there. Yeah. And I love it when you take the time to listen. Yeah. You hear things about people you never would have known. And, and then when you know that, it's almost like uncovering precious treasure. Right. You realize, my goodness, there's so much treasure in this company. Yeah. And I know that way as a pastor. You know, some pastors, are, they have a stage presence, but they have no personal presence with people. They, they make themselves untouchable. Mm. And that's not who we are here at Living Stones. You know, we love to get into people's yeah. world. We want to hear your story. We want to hear your pain, mm. transparency, authenticity. Maybe. We're not perfect people. We don't glow in the dark, you know. <laughs> um, we're just people like you. We're all broken, you know, and boy, when you start getting in people's world, they, number one, they connect with you. They love you. They know you love them. And, and those, those make better employees. They do. Uh, People are amazing. Yes, they are. so gifted. (laughs) They're so talented. And when you, you realize in the team, you need that diversity. It's the diversity of the team that gives strength to everything about it. Yes. Um, So... And I know this is a principle that the Lord taught me as a, as a younger man. You know, you have these these carnal ambitions that are not sanctified yet, and so you know. But but they sound so they sound so holy, especially as a pastor. <laughs> yeah. We it's not about the numbers, but we want to have a massive church with zillions of people because we love people. And you know, and then at the end of the day, when it's not going so well, the Lord's like, "How's this working for you?" Yeah. And, the, and I think the, what the Lord spoke to me one time was was don't be focused on building. A church. Yeah. yeah. Be focused on building people. Mm-hmm. If you build people, you'll get a church. And I think the same principle, That's correct right. me, but wow. I think the same principle would apply to your business. 100%. Don't focus on building a great business, but if you build great people, you're yeah. going to have a great business. Have you found that to be true in the marketplace? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And, you know, and God loves his people and he entrusts them to us, right? Yeah. We, need to, we need to pay careful attention that his most precious creation made in his image. He's entrusting them to us. And could we get to know them? Could we love them? Could we raise them up to their highest God-given potential, right? Yeah. I I love it. What a joy. We have children and we have grandchildren. If you have children or grandchildren, you know, you think about how do you want someone to treat them? Yeah. Well, that's how he feels about his children. And every person we encounter is his son or his daughter. Yeah. And so um, loving them well is important to his heart and it ministers to his heart. Amen. And I love how you tied it to uh, being made in the image and likeness of God and why we don't need to compete. Flesh that out a little bit because I think especially I I loved your application. We can talk about all this lovey-dovey stuff at church because that's where it's supposed to be. But in the the marketplace, are you kidding me? We're not lovey-dovey. We're even if we're Christians, man. We're cutthroat. We're going for the greater market share. Even if that com- competition is our brother in Christ, we're going to do whatever we have to do to to get the edge. And that is just so. Uh, it, it's a scarcity mindset. And just talk about that as counter far as kingdom. Yeah, countercultural and and uh, and why why as Christian business leaders, there's really no room for carnal competition. Yeah, well, I think God's kingdom is not one of comparison or competition, right? It's collaboration, collaborating yeah. with him. If he's our provider, not the marketplace. That's so good. And that's a hard thing for us to really believe. Yeah, but Paul, if, let's put a comma right there because yeah. I, I want to yeah. drill down. Yeah. You just said the marketplace, like where we work nine to five, the, the guy that gives us the paycheck yep. is not our provider. That's right. Well, then who is? The Lord, right? Yeah. He brings those people he can provide. What I, what I, the reason I know that 
is because in one of our markets, which is an oil economy, mm-hmm. when oil went down, our company did not. Because God is present with us, it's His company. Yes. And so, can God provide in an economy that's weak? Absolutely. I mean, if I'm relying on the marketplace, God says, okay, I hope that works out for you. They're having a little trouble with oil right now, so that's probably going to be a little trouble. Or you can make it mine. Yeah. And you can invite me to be present, and I'll always provide. And the Lord really taught us that lesson in a personal way. There was an app that all the guys downloaded on their phone, and that every day they would check the oil prices. Yep. And as they were doing that— Because you're in West Texas. That's that's uh oil. Yep. Mm -hmm. As they were doing that and having conversation with it, the Lord just really convicted Rick and said, Really? Is oil your provider? Yeah. Or am I? Yeah. And so Rick, at a family meeting, encouraged all the guys to delete that app off their phone and stop looking at those prices and trust the Lord for provision. That's awesome. You know, we've preached for years that we can either choose to live in the economy of Crown Point, Indiana, Northwest Hmm. Indiana. Or we can live in the economy of heaven. Amen. And uh, and the Lord's economy is always doing really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> or we can you know or we can look at the national election. Yeah. You know, we're getting ready to do an expansion here, and we'll be sharing about it uh, on Sunday. Uh, of course, this will be dropping next week, so you will have already have heard about that. You know, but I had to deal with these thoughts. Okay, how is this new administration? What impact is it going to have on the economy? Well, I'm not real confident. I think it's going to have a terrible impact on the economy yep. with their policies. Um, and then, but the, but over time, as you walk with God, you learn that you know what that is irrelevant to what God wants to be doing right now to reach people, love people, That's touch it. people. And in fact, He loves to show off. Amen. When the economy is bad or when the oil yeah. prices are dipping. That's when God loves to show up. When there's no natural reason for things to be happening the way they're happening, for him to show up supernaturally, that's so, his That's his favorite. That's his calling card. Yes, yeah. absolutely. His economy, his kingdom is unshakable, right? Yeah. That's the one we should put our confidence in. That's the economy that we should live in. That's the economy that provides for us is Him. Yeah. Right? And I love that. Unshakable, and I would add also ever-increasing. Amen. Of His kingdom, there is no end. Amen. And man, it's just so exciting. It makes your life exciting. So yeah. you guys are exciting people. You just spent the day with us, but I want, to, I want you to share, what is the <clears throat> mission? I mean, you've been successful, obviously, in what you're doing, uh, impacting a lot of people. Uh, serving a lot of people through building affordable homes and the rest of your very cool vision. Um, but talk about Kingdom at Work. You know, you're spending a lot of time now equipping marketplace leaders. Uh, share a little bit about that vision and then talk about what's coming up. I'm excited. I'm going to be with you guys the end of April. I think half of our church is probably going after today. Yes. They're all talking, hey, can we get out there? To, uh, but talk about Kingdom at Work and what your passion is uh, as far as equipping leaders. Well, we're we're actively engaged in business. You know, we, as you said, we have a home building company and a few other companies and lots of employees. And so we're in the middle of the marketplace working. But over the last 29 years, God has just just radically changed our view of our work and the way we should do things and our leadership and just really everything. He just, I mean, he just has undone us, right? Mm. And so Kingdom at Work is not a company or an enterprise or a, not a nonprofit. We think it we think it's a movement of God in the marketplace, mm-hmm. right? In fact, it's a movement of God in the, around the whole world. There are Christians all over the world that are feeling or hearing something from the Lord, something more, something different, 
and that's his movement stirring, right? And mm -hmm. so kingdom at work is that. It's, it's our version of that. It's what we've seen and heard and felt from the Lord. And we want to share that. We want to give that away, yeah. honestly, to other leaders. Yeah. And we are blessed to have great leaders running the operations of our business so we can be right here in Crown Point, <laughs> Come on. Yes, talking yes. to these other business leaders. But, you know, we get blessed from this as much as oh, they do. Oh, more. Um, I'm convinced. And so it really is that. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a... In yeah. fact, when we when Kingdom at Work, like we're here now, all of the people that were here today are now part, part Kingdom of Kingdom at work. at work. It's it's all of ours. So you have a it's growing family. It's That's a growing. Right. It's his, and it, once you hear it, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah, you can't yeah. unhear it. And so it's it's <laughs> in us. It's in all it. of us now. It yeah. is, and and I felt that today. You know, just when you get people together that are marketplace folks, you speak the same language, deal with the same challenges. And yet you bring the Holy Spirit and the kingdom of yeah. God into the midst. Man, there's such a powerful synergy. People crying. Synergy. I mean, oh, man. some people yeah. saying today, I can't <laughs> believe this is a business seminar. This was nothing like people have ever experienced. Right. Oh, praise God. Hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, you're, some of the praise exercises God. convincing us that God wants to lead, that he wants to speak, that he wants to father us. How about we just listen to the Lord right now? I mean, I don't think I've ever been a part of a, of a business seminar that wasn't talking about cash flow problems yeah. or whatever. And now, and now we're dealing with how to hear what God is saying to you personally and, and to give you wisdom how to lead. Yeah. And then you heard that, you know, when you invited those people oh, up, we must have had 20 people. We could have yeah. gone all afternoon, but such the tears such. just start flowing. And then I start crying and you start yeah. crying and we're a mess. I'm a mess right now. I need to go take a nap. How about yeah. you? <laughs> Me too. Yeah, we are. We're, we're full of the joy of the Lord yeah. and it's uh, weighting our eyelids down a little bit. Oh, my word. Uh, but but that, but isn't this the truth? And we, we experience this all the time. People come to our church and they'll be like, I was standing there during worship and I felt like I was having an emotional breakdown. Yes. Because what it's not that they're losing it, but that what's happening is they're losing control of yeah. and the they're Holy gaining Spirit. everything. Yes, yeah, right. Gaining the Lord, but yeah. but God just starts melting their defenses. <laughs> I loved it. When you get up there today, grab the mic, you start getting weepy because you know we're in an atmosphere where God's yes. presence is here. Yes. And boy, isn't that's Powerful. that's everything. If the, with, with it's the, the whole of enchilada. Amen. Texas. Amen. <laughs> it is the whole. God's presence in our lives every day is the whole enchilada. So I tell our people, whether you're coming to church on Sunday, if yeah. God doesn't show up at your church, go home. You yeah. know, if, if the presence of the Lord is not yeah. there, go Amen. home. It's a social club at that point. Amen. But if, but even more importantly, if God's not, or equally important, if God's not at your business, if yeah. God's Same not thing. leading you, Stay home, you know, right. uh, until you find them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, man. And that was really one of the things you guys stressed today: personal, intimate, you know, walk with God. So let's let's talk, and we'll end with this. You know, you got this um, Kingdom at Work conference. Yeah, I guess it's a call work, it? we call it a workshop. Workshop, and so it's a three day workshop. And, and when it, give us the dates on that. There might be. Is it still open, or is yeah. that one full? No, no. I think April's still got some availability, um, and we'll have another one in October. Okay. So it's what a, happens at, at those events? So it's a Tuesday afternoon. And on all day Wednesday and a Thursday morning. So you got Tuesday to get to Lubbock, yeah. and, and you can Tuesday Tuesday evening, and then Wednesday, and then Thursday morning, and then leave out on Thursday afternoon, right? And we're just going to talk about this stuff, our experiences with this. Um, it's for senior leaders, and we're inviting senior leaders to bring their teams if they have one, whether that's one or two people, maybe it's a spouse, or maybe it's a whole leadership team, awesome. and come. Ask the Lord what He would have you do in the middle of the marketplace, in the middle of your business. Yeah. In fact, we like to say God wants to make the business form. The, he, wants, he wants to be a ministry 
Formerly known as your business. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Formerly known as my business. Yeah. Uh, so, man, we're giving them the keys. And, and as you guys have found, I love this. What, back in early 90s, uh, yep. you and your dad. Yep. Now you guys have 300 or so employees. Yep. Uh, what that's phenomenal growth. That's kingdom growth. It is. Uh, but it's God kind of growth. It's it the kind of growth that happens when you give the Lord the, the control. And I can tell you, it wasn't my vision. Yeah. We say all the time, Dad and I, thank you, Lord, for giving us your vision because our puny little vision would just be so unsatisfying. Well, and I think of that verse there in Ephesians, God was able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above yep. all you could ask or think. And you know, Amen. some of you might be, be watching this today and going, you know, man, I don't know if I really want to trust the Lord with my business. Man, I work so hard. This is my baby. <laughs> yeah. And I think we would all say the Lord can do so much more than you yep. could have ever asked or thought if you would just trust him and put put your business in his lap and let him be the CEO of your company. Amen. You know, we've had men that came back. I just want to thank you guys came back from that conference. And there's one thing for a pastor to try to speak the language of the marketplace, but they all go, hey, you're a pastor. You don't, you're not, you don't know the stuff I got to deal with. But when you folks come in and speak basically the same language, yep. <laughs> it's a power punch because it's like, all right, no excuses. That Ron, that Pastor Ron knew what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, but he's brilliant. What in the world? He's a genius. <laughs> but I guess, back to my original question, we'll end with this. What do I need to know about your world to love you better and to help you succeed? Hmm. You're actually doing a yeah. phenomenal job of it because you're seeing us, you're seeing the calling on our lives, and you're joining in to learn how to help equip us to be better um, and to help us understand our identity in Christ and the calling on our lives yeah. and then to walk in that unashamedly. And so you actually are doing a phenomenal well, and job. And I might say it like this. You yeah. are doing exactly what we're talking about. And a pastor who sees a business person for more than just a tithe, a tithe right. or an organizer or a greeter or a Sunday school teacher... They're not any of those are bad things. I've done all those things. Yeah. All those things were good for me in the in the right season, right? But when you say to me, you have a calling on your life in the marketplace that's bigger than that. Yeah. And I want to equip you and I want to help you with that. I wanna I wanna kick you out of here and make you go do that out there in well, the and, marketplace. And I just say this from my side. A lot of times folks like you come to our church and, and they're like, you know, Pastor, um, where can I serve? So, so they're looking for me to provide them yeah. with an identity in the four walls of this church. And, and I would say to them, and I still say to them, look, where you spend 40 hours or more a week is, is your place of ministry. Amen. Begin to see it as that. Begin to take the principles in, the, in God's word that apply not just to pastors, but apply to all of us as ministers, right? Right. And that's scary for people. It's okay to come to churches. I think some marketplace people are like, yeah. I'm good with coming to church. Yeah. But you that's want a, me to hear from God? You want me to have a relationship with God? You want me to obey God? Take it me? back to my business? Oh, yeah. And, and, and apply what I'm learning and actually love people, like you're saying, and care for people, care for their souls, and invest in them. I mean, now you now you guys are have got skin in the game in the marketplace, but wouldn't you say that's when it gets to be the most exciting? Amen. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't go back yeah. and try to... What do you no. like to say? Uh, my favorite thing is it's the difference 
between living life in black and white and living life in full color. Come on, technicolor. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've been trying yeah. to share. You know, if you've been watching the last, you know, I guess four or five podcasts, we've been talking about voices and connecting with the frequency of heaven. And there's just something amazing, not only when you get your own hearts healed and you realize you so much of what we heard today, my beloved, and you fill in your name, you know, Amen. moving out of that, that uh, identity of being loved, mm. being valued, God, yeah. you're precious to God. That's one thing, and getting your heart healed. But then when you get your heart healed, realizing God wants you to now release his goodness, his blessing, his kindness, his yeah. miraculous power yeah. to people all around you. Mm -hmm. That's when life gets to be so exciting. And I love what you said. It wasn't so much about what you do, like whether you're making bagels or widgets or houses or cars, yeah. what you do, the specifics of it is not so much what matters. It's who you're doing it for and why That's you're right. doing it. Amen. And uh, that and man, so in some ways, there's there is no wall here. Nope. Of sa yeah. Sacred secular. Nope. We're all kingdom people. Yep. We have different assignments. That's right. And really, you come to church uh, to get a kingdom vision. Yeah. To get healed. To yep. get full of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Uh, and to then get a vision for how you can powerfully impact the marketplace. That's the right. same Holy Spirit in me on Sunday is the same Holy Spirit in Amen. you yes. throughout the week. And. Mm -hmm. um, it's a it's a winning deal, I, and I, I think you guys you guys are carrying uh, what I believe is some of the best kept secret. I think the devil hates the message that you have. Mm. The devil knows that when this stuff spills over and goes public, <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. And I think the revival, reformation, the blessing, uh, the economy, the prosperity that everybody wants is found when we're doing it Jesus' way. That's right. And that's really the message you guys bring. So hey, give us a final uh, final volley. If you had one last thing on your heart you want to share to, to people who are watching this podcast, what, what would you say? I would say make an appointment in your calendar hmm. to be t with the Lord, to withdraw from the crowds. Yeah. And just be in the presence of the Lord. Do it on a regular basis and allow Him to transform you and order the steps of your life, show you His priorities, uh, lead you into the destiny that He has for you. He'll do all of that as you sit alone with Him. Amen. And I'd say your calling in the marketplace is a spiritual calling, and it's as high as not higher than but as high as yeah. any other spiritual calling that's out there, yeah. right? If you have the Lord with you, take him with you into wherever he sends you. Amen. So give us those dates again, and what's the website? So kingdomatwork.com has the dates, but we have a date late April. I think it's April 30th, March, uh, May 1st and 2nd. I think that's the dates of the next one. And then the one in October is 13th, 14th, and 15th, I think. Awesome. And I want to encourage you to get your tickets quick. I think we have a Livingstone 747 <laughs> that's flying out uh, to be a part awesome. of this. It's going to be great. Uh, but more importantly, thank you guys for the way you're impacting our culture here. We're better people because of what you guys have learned. We are too. And, we are uh, and we're looking forward to seeing sure. what the Lord does here. Would you do me a favor? Would you pray for every person out there watching that. that's a that's a marketplace person, mm -hmm. just whatever's on your heart? We want to say, Lord, thank you for the opportunity to serve you fully in the marketplace. We pray for our friends that are watching. If you know you have a calling to the marketplace and you know that God is your king, that he wants you to bring his kingdom and advance his kingdom in the middle of your work, wherever you have influence or authority. And so we pray 
for favor and for revelation of that for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Last thing I'll say is, you know what? You can really help us by sharing, liking, and sharing. Uh, every one of you watching that works out there in the marketplace, you have dozens of people that could be yeah. really, really blessed by this message and really encouraged. Uh, and envisioned by this message. So I, I want to encourage you to help us and help the, the wonderful ministry of Kingdom at Work to equip you and so many others uh, for such a time as this. Amen. All right, so uh, again, I appreciate you watching. Until next week, have an amazing week. Remember, you're bringing Jesus in the marketplace, your ministers, and uh, the Lord is CEO. Let him, let him run your company. I guarantee you he can do a better job than any of us, all right? Amen. Bless you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye.